on today's episode of Open Box Policy. I talk about how much I hate Adam. Basically. That's exactly, uh, number one, Josh, Josh just hijacked rips, my intro. Josh rips Adam apart. Yeah. Josh basically says that he is disgusted by me, and I come to the conclusion that Josh has a mental disorder. A disorder, yeah. That no one else notices anything. It's just Josh. Then we somehow start to talk about really dark stuff. We talk about all the recent suicides, and we put a little bit of an open box policy spin on it, but we have a real conversation. Uh, There's not a whole lot of joking around. We talk about suicides and how they've become overwhelming. Talk to us. Reach out to us on socials. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at OBP underscore raw. And after you listen to the episode and you realize that you agree with me about Adam, hit us up on our email address at obppodcast at gmail.com. Peace. Yeah, take a video of you pissing when it's, when it's flaccid and send that to her. Take a take a video of me pissing in one of my old dirty toilets. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, with the, the, with ring, the mold on ring on it. <laughs> it's not a mold ring. It's just a scum ring. Scum. <laughs> not sure of, that's much better. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name of my first band. <laughs> oh, scum ring. Scum ring. Josh and the scum rings. Yeah. What would you sing? What kind of music would you sing? With a band named Scum Ring? Yeah, Josh and the Scum Rings. Uh, it'd probably be like a um, like a punk rock. Yeah. I was thinking that, yeah. Or like a country rock. The Scum Rings. Scum Rings. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Maybe bluegrass. <laughs> no. <laughs> Traditional bluegrass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the stuff that's steeped in religion. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Lots of mandolin and fucking banjo yeah it took you a minute yeah, to think about that yeah. i can't think of i can't think of what that circular i can't think of any of those other instruments yeah <laughs> I, I can't think of that circular i just hey just hand me a fucking instrument and i'll play it yeah. yeah yeah all that mandolin and harmonica and spoons yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. someone playing the gut bucket man <laughs> and what's that other one's like it's like the uh the thing you put on your chest like they do in zydeco the music. washboard oh yeah the washboard yeah or doing that hand bone which is kind of like scat or whatever it is <laughs> yeah yeah this hand boning this chick that i know who i i'd give anything if she listened to the podcast she's got these two really cool kids she's she like raised her kids to be to like love like old school rock and and to be to just be cool kids they they're they're really they're like steeped in all things like 80s rock and and like 90s rock and uh she took a video one day and it was one of her kids ham boning and and he was doing it shamelessly like sitting there ham boning, and I I watched that video like a thousand times because it's so funny. <laughs> because this, you could tell, you know that he probably whips this shit out like in his grade school, and other kids are just like, "This kid's got like a problem," <laughs> you know. Like we used to ham bone, and people were like, "Oh yeah, what's up? You ham boning?" You know, but like if you ham bone now, people think you have like a mental disorder. Tourette's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all think this kid's got Tourette's, but he's just fucking ham boning. Some people think that that's actually a talent, 
and I think it's you're fucking full. You're full of shit. It's kind of like the yodel kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like scatting and hand boning. Like no, that that isn't talent. That is talent. No. If you can hand bone, that's a talent. No, it's not talent. You think spoons is a talent? Spoons, I think, it, because it actually takes coordination. You're not just making bullshit noises with your mouth. Hand boning takes coordination. What about beatboxing? Yeah, it, it takes rhythm. That's about it. Well, that's a talent. To me, beatboxing, possibly. because you're, Beatboxing is talent. Yeah, scat and hand bone is not. <laughs> Scatting hand bones. That was I my, want, that's I my want third Josh bone. and the scat and hand bone scum rings. Scum rings, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want you to find a few more times to say scat tonight. Scat, man. Yeah, yeah. just sprinkle scat throughout the podcast tonight. Yeah, no, don't do that. It'll ruin it. <laughs> Speaking of scum ring. Yes. I want to talk about the scum ring about you that disgusts me. <laughs> I, I, I want to make good. something aware to our listeners that they may not know about you, Adam. There's a, there's a couple of things. That, this is not. This is this is all from your no, perspective. No, no, no. Yes, it, it is. It's, it's, it's this 100% is, accurate. No, this and is Devin, from your. Devin can attest to it. Devin oh, don't will, drag me into this. Devin will lightly corroborate it. Devin will say, I mean. <sighs> I've noticed, but it's not like I wouldn't ever think to myself, oh, wow, that's really awful. Yeah, because those are my exact words. Actually. And I'm going to I'm going to lend some context to what you're about to say. Go ahead. OK, then I'm going to give everybody a little context. There's there's two things that Adam does that I mean, I, I can't even I can't even fully express what it does to me on the inside, <laughs> except that I, I just really I want to come out of my fucking body Whenever he he does these two things and what they he are, wants to chop off his other arm. I do, yeah. I do. Um, and 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 I'm sure some of you have been around a person that does this, but uh, Adam routinely, whenever we're either about to have a podcast or afterwards, will eat his food like he is a fucking two thousand pound heifer in the middle of the field, <laughs> chewing a cud. And, and and the best way that I could describe what it sounds like is it's like <laughs> with the little moans in between there. Yeah, and he and he has these little grunts and these little moans that he does this is in not between true. chews. It is one hundred percent accurate. And it's like <laughs> This is disgusting. This I, is I, bad I, what, podcast. Why, no, why don't it, you go downstairs and grab a piece of food? Yeah. So can I can I add some context sure. yet? All right. <clears throat> Defend yourself. And then I'll bring up the second thing. And coincidentally, I would say 95 to 98% of the time that I am ever eating around you, number one, I am famished and I am dying. Every meal Adam has is famished. Number two. Wait a minute. Wait, it, listen wait, to I, no, me. No, no, I'll, I'll let you finish. But do you think that you're famished because there's not one goddamn morsel of food in your fucking house? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing here. Nothing. Number two, I am 98% of the time when I'm eating in a situation when I'm famished and we're podcasting. Drunk. I'm drunk. So I'm not really paying attention to what some would call social norms of social <laughs> etiquette. <laughs> yeah. Of leaving my mouth closed and eating like a normal person. Or I might be under the influence of some other substance. Yeah, and I, so I've noticed that. And so the last time 
when I had that steak and I was famished because I had had a stomach virus and then food poisoning back to back. So I have I got to a point where I, I needed food. <laughs> I ate that steak like I had never eaten a steak in my life. And while I was eating it, you didn't notice. I was staring at you as loudly as I could, moaning and smacking it. I was. I was looking right at you, waiting for you to make a comment. I I told you that that day, that I had been doing it deliberately. Yeah, after I called you out on it. No. Yeah, Yeah, after I called you out on it. Well, I mean, well, (laughs) well, yeah, of course. Why would I tell you that I was doing it deliberately beforehand? I'm going to wait until it drives you insane and then tell you I'm doing it deliberately. But before that, before I started busting your balls about it, you were just doing it because that's how you eat. No, I was doing it deliberately to make it as obnoxious as possible. I cannot tell you how many of those bites I put into my mouth and deliberately was like screechy, screechy, screechy when I was cutting it and then put it in. It was like, okay. I don't Ugh. remember any of this. Huh? I don't remember yeah. any of this. It was deliberate. Anyway. Anyway. The, yeah. The- I don't eat like that on a normal basis. I am not gross. That's debatable. You don't eat um, like it's your last meal every day. No. Why would I do that? So because it might be, man. So then tonight, and I and I'm pretty <laughs> certain that you've done this on a, at another time too because I it, it drives me up the fucking wall. Is we're sitting up here in a, I mean I I don't know what is this room like, ten by twelve. It's like a yeah twelve by twelve. A normal size like <laughs> secondary bedroom in a house. Yeah. Um. We're, so we're up here in the room with the door closed, and we're discussing all things podcast. And Adam just decides that he's going to, you know, and I, I have no, I have no qualms with this. I have no qualms with belching or letting out gases or whatever, and I could give a shit. But he doesn't just stop at releasing bodily bodily fucking gases. He has to then not just let them out of his mouth. But literally intake air to then force the belch out of his mouth. So it's it's, it's almost like he's fake burping. Yeah, but then he d- he doesn't just do it once in this closed repeatedly. Room. He does it four like four times, and he's about ten feet away from me, and I can smell his baloney stained <laughs> breath hit me square in the face, square in the face again. If you can imagine what it would be like to get it hit was in the balls deliberate. with a wiffle ball bat. That's what it felt like to my face. Did you say a football bat? <laughs> a wiffle ball bat. Oh. To get hit in the sack with a wiffle ball bat. That's the equivalent to yeah. uh, to his face. Yeah. His face felt like that. And his now breath, his breath smelt like yeah. Okay. Baloney that is set out in the sun for two days. We get it. Now that Josh has gone on his rant, I think we can all make the assumption that Josh might be a little hyper aware of. Bodily noises, sounds, and whatnot. And what's that word, Adam? What I can't pronounce it because I'm retarded. But wait, wait, no, I'm sorry, I'm mentally handicapped. Um, it is misophonia. Misophonia. You have a phobia, bro. No, not a phobia. Misophonia. <laughs> and basically, it says people who are sensitive to certain sounds sometimes cope by blocking them out. Misophonia, literally, hatred of sound, was proposed in 2000 as a condition with negative emotions, thoughts, and physical reactions that are triggered by specific sounds. And it says specifically 
the noise someone makes when they eat, breathe, chew, yawn, or whistle. And the only thing out of everything that you just mentioned that I haven't done so far is whistle. (laughs) So, I mean, you exhibit everything about misophonia except for the whistling. I guess because you've just never heard me whistle. Well, let me ask you this. So, there's literally only ever been two people in this world that drive me as fucking crazy with these these type of antics as you're doing currently. And it's you and my goddamn brother. Yeah. If you have a mild reaction, you might feel anxious, uncomfortable, the urge to flee, disgust, <laughs> rage, anger, Definitely hatred, rage. panic, fear, emotional distress, a desire to kill or stop whatever is making the noise. All of the above. Skin crawling and suicidal thoughts. <laughs> Not- this disease can put a cramp in your social life. You might avoid restaurants or eat separately from your spouse, family, or roommates. Or worse, you could act on what you feel. You might attack the person who's making the sound. That's what I'm Verbally. Physically attacked. or verbally. <laughs> cry or run away from the situation. You have misophonia. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Because you're the only person who brings this out of me. I don't have mesothelioma, okay? <laughs> you have misophonia. I'm not calling Bart Durham. <laughs> yeah. Bart Anyways, Durham. You're not calling the lizard man. Yeah, yeah. I don't have that because it's literally only with you. No yeah. one else like drives this out of me. But I guarantee you, you have suppressed this with your wife. No. You've suppressed this with other people than that. Devin will attest to how disgusting you are. Go for it, Devin. Listen, okay. So when you guys initially had this discussion two weeks ago. Misophonia. 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 Yanny. Yeah. Laurel. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, so I, I did notice you chewing rather loudly. The when when Josh exploded on yes, you two weeks ago. Yes, when I was. But you claim heavily to be doing inebriated, that on purpose. <laughs> and I was doing it on purpose. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't notice the 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 loudness of it uh, so much as I do the the little groans. See, <laughs> you do kind of moan when you eat. Yes, so you're like <clears throat> when I'm f- when I'm famished, <laughs> and I am like eating food around people that I really am like I don't give a shit. I am famished. I'm going to eat this and be like, ugh. That was ooh, his case for the burp, ooh, too. He was like, I'm around a bunch of ugh. dudes. I can burp and blow it on you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm glad we've spent like a, a solid eight minutes with you crying about your misophonia. I'm not crying. I'm just talking about how disgusting you are. It's because you have misophonia. Yeah. I have misophonia. No. They actually have misophonia support groups. Do they? I'm gonna, <laughs> no shit. I'm going to start sending you... Uh, Sending you like you know leads and referrals to misophonia groups. You're just gonna start email bombing me. I'll tell you what I should do. I'll tell you what I should do. I should go to these misophonia support groups and then eat a steak in front of them. Oh Oh, god! Just make everybody in the room. Maybe you should do that as your punishment. Lose. Yeah, go to a misophonia group and just (laughs) and just eat. Like get a box of donuts and just eat in front of them. Smack. (laughs) Yeah, a box of donuts and a big thing of milk. Oh God! And yeah, then, and then, chug and half then the, the gallon. Next day we see that Adam was murdered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Local area man murdered at a misophonia group. <laughs> next local to the news, what man? I said local area man. Area man. Gotcha. Yeah. 
You think I said Aryan? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Devin's mind always goes to Hitler and the Aryan race. <laughs> yeah, and quoting him. Yeah, it never fails. Yeah, quoting Hitler, saying Hitler did nothing wrong. Yeah. So did y'all hear about the that Hitler? this crazy story that happened recently with a with a teenage girl that was learning to drive? No. I took a photo. Tell us about it. Hey, I'm going to. On June 5th, I actually need to look this up again on my phone. There was a teenage girl in Philadelphia or yeah, it was in Philadelphia. She was learning to drive in a parking lot with her mom. And she was, you know, going up and down the rows and and doing whatever she was doing. Lost control of her car somehow in this parking lot. Ran over two like 50-year-old men or like a 50 and a 60-year-old man and killed them both. Jesus Christ. While she was learning how. She was in a fucking parking lot? In a fucking parking lot while she was learning how to drive. Can you fucking imagine what the next like 50 years of this chick's life are going to look like when she's behind the wheel? Her one of her first memories of being behind the wheel of a vehicle and learning to drive in a parking lot, she ran over two people and there killed them. There may not be a any more like behind the wheel experience. She's going to be behind the bars experience. No, she won't. <clears throat> Attention, Walmart shoppers! Always remember to look both ways while crossing the road because two people were murdered outside. <laughs> yes. Jesus, man! Think yeah. about think about like the oh god! Think about how fucked up she's going to be in the head now. Every yeah. time she gets in a car. Yeah, it'll mess her. Oh, my God. She's 15. I thought she was 16. 15 years old. Because that one year makes such a difference. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, no. <laughs> but, I mean, it's still bad. Uh, dude, oh, my God. Let's dissect this a little bit. Hold on. She's not 16. She's 15 and a half. Bro. <laughs> Thanks. Could you could you please swing on my nuts some more tonight? I would love oh, it. Oh, I can. I would love it. I would love it if you just picked me apart all night long. Because I can pick you apart. Pick me apart. Listen, I actually, I, 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 I don't want to. I when I pick people apart, I want to pick them apart from a place of hatred. I like <laughs> to tap in to all the awful shit in my life and just focus it on someone else and cut them down to fucking size. When I'm just having like a normal day, it's hard for me to pick on people. Let's just pick on Devin. What were you going to say, Devin? Um, I forgot, but um, you know, two weeks ago when you guys first had this discussion, uh, I was like, all right, roast me now. And you guys were like, nah, nah, I don't think you can stand it. You don't take criticism very well. I take criticism well. I don't think you take criticism. Maybe in a, in, a, in a working environment. But you you kind of set the stage for Josh and I. Anytime that we ever say anything to you, like, hey, man, why don't you try this? You immediately lash out. Um, well, it, you listen, immediately I lash did, out. I did like one time, okay? And then after that, it's just been a running joke. Because I Every know time. I know you guys are bothered by it. I'm Every. pretty sure he walked in the door and you busted his balls tonight. And then he's like, I'm just going to take those drinks. I got you back to the store. Or something. Yeah, and like go home. Or whatever. I said I would return your drinks to the store. Yeah. How is that lashing out? Because that's the same response for anything. Anytime Adam busts your balls, you're like, I'm just going to get my shit and leave. Okay. Whatever. See, he can't tell. I'm done with you guys. (laughs) Anyways, back to the story. Yeah, there were four people in the SUV. Uh, No charges filed. Wait, there were four people 
in yeah, the that's vehicle. A, that's another odd thing. It, it doesn't. I, I'm going to go ahead and, and take a guess here. She probably hit them because she was snapping while she was driving. Well, could be. She. It was a 15 year old girl with her mom. And I bet you there were two other girls in the car, like mom had taken the girls out. And she's yep. like, sure, once you learn how to drive, hey, girls, like, let's just get in the car and watch or whatever. And she or runs a, over two people. Or a couple of, uh, couple of lads in the back that she had was sweet on. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's sweet on the two people in the back. Struck two men, 54-year-old man and a 55-year-old man. Man, that's just crazy. Let's dissect this a little bit. How fast do you normally go in a parking lot? 65. Yep. <laughs> yeah, in between Top 65 speed. and 70. I maxed the odometer out. Well, I mean, normally, what is it, like 5 miles an hour? Yeah, 5 to Roughly, 10 miles an hour. You're, you're creeping. 10 miles an hour in a parking lot's fast. How the <laughs> fuck did the two guys not see her? I so, think it was one of those, like, she just means to put her uh, means to put her foot on the brake. Oh, and guns. The guns, the it. gas, and but just even that, la- launches at these two guys. How fast can you get from five miles per hour to gunning it to hitting these guys? The speed isn't the important part. It's it's the it's the the uh, the fucking like the force behind it. Because yeah. once you once you gun it, it's all that mm-hmm. mass and everything being catapulted forward if that hits somebody i mean they're history did she just hit them or did she like run over them she ran over them I oh think. fuck bro it's mass times velocity equals impact yep. yeah because that's the fucking equation yeah don't make me look that shit up <laughs> numb nuts your fucking redneck education <laughs> <laughs> don't don't make me look that up well the funny thing is it's probably right <laughs> and uh, i mean in some format it is yeah <clears throat> That's just nuts though, man, because it like you don't you don't recover from shit like that. Yeah, tell that to Anthony Bourdain, Kate Spade, and God knows who else committed suicide recently. And Robin Williams. And Robin Williams. Yeah, recently. He was a little while back. It's it's absolutely insane. It is. It's a and it's a it's a copycat culture. We live in a weird copycat culture that that is we've never even really seen or in my opinion, never like seen or experienced before, but today on my facebook and everyone knew this was going to happen everybody saw this everybody went all over their facebook and said please if you're going to commit or or if you're having issues or if you're if you're like struggling or whatever you know you need here's a phone number you got to do this you got to do that and there's something about people that are already in a compromised mental state when they see that other people are doing this they think well i mean that might be my answer well it's i don't even think it's necessarily that other people are doing it I think the problem is, 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 is I would say similar to like what happened last year, whenever was it? Yeah, it was last year. Uh, when Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell committed suicide yep. is you have these people who are celebrities and, and a lot of people, you know, hold in high regard or idolize even. And they see that these people who they feel like have made it and have everything, if they can't deal with life, like, why should they? Why, like, what's in it for me? Like, what do I have to look forward to if these people can't sustain it and live? So, like, then they, then it's like, well, fuck it. I'm throwing in my cards then. Yeah. I, and I mean, we could analyze this all day. We we don't really know. I mean, it's that that's what's so fucked up about it. One of my friends said something really intelligent. He said, imagine being a celebrity and never, ever really getting to know anyone because everyone just always assumes they know you. Yeah. You don't ever get a chance to really know somebody because every time someone walks up to you, they're just like, well, I know you're Anthony Bourdain. 
I know everything about you. I've seen every one of your shows. I've read every one of your books. I know you. Like, you don't know me. Right. You don't know me. You don't know all the filthy, awful shit that I've done. You don't know the shit that I say behind closed doors. Yeah. You don't know the stuff that I do in my bathroom before I get ready. Like, only my friends. You don't know me. But they don't ever get a chance to really get to know anyone because they just start off these really vapid relationships with people where they just assume they know them. You know, yeah. that, and I think that's one of the reasons why celebrities will latch on to each other or they'll latch on to relationships because and then they're just they'll fizzle out really quick. They just hurry up and get married or whatever because they want to just hurry up and like know somebody. They just want to they want to be close to somebody because it's like they, they have to alienate everyone in their life because everybody wants something from them. Right. Well, and, and what else is crazy about it is like, Kate, that still doesn't explain Kate Spade, but well, but I mean. If you look at the, just the way that that some of them have committed suicide, like you can tell that these people have have like some deep seated turmoil in their life to where that they would put themselves through that and leave. And a lot of them have children, like they have children, and, and to me, like that takes it to a whole nother level. If you're willing to kill yourself knowing that you're leaving behind young children. Like, you have to have some crazy shit going on. Yeah, and these guys are suffering, too. I mean, they're not just just jumping off and snapping their neck and it's over. You know, these people are, like, almost forcing themselves to to go out. They're forcing themselves to go through three to five minutes of agonizing, like, gasping for breath pain where your capillaries are bursting out of your face because you're – you can't breathe. Right. Yeah. And like Robin Williams, Anthony Bourdain, and uh, we know Kate Spade did the same thing. They're hanging themselves. And that is ex- that is almost like forcefully drowning yourself. You're putting your body in a position where everything that it knows is going to fight against it. You're trying to kill yourself, so you're going to fight against it. That's why so many people choose a gun or they jump off something or they Just choose. Boom, like done. They choose something, yes, yeah, super, super fast to get it done. They'll just like run their car off a bridge and they can't do anything about it. Because then there's no going back. Yeah, there was some ladies, two ladies, that had a whole carload of kids in California recently. They had adopted all these kids and they were the face of like lesbian mothers that had all these kids and they were all, it was like a, a, a really rainbow colored family, black kids and white kids and Asian kids and they were supposed to be this like amazing this little family. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Yeah, that's it. They ended up finding out, all their neighbors started finding out that all the kids were malnourished and the kids started filing claims against the parents and saying that they were they were like beating them and, and, and not feeding them and stuff. The moms loaded up every one of the children into the car, drove out on some curvy roads in California, just drove the minivan straight off the cliff and killed everybody. Are you serious? There's a fucking heart attack. How have I not heard about this? Uh, I think because, it. number one, we have all these other things that are that are so much bigger than this. Because Hillary Clinton covered it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, the story has been healthily covered up because... This kid, one of the kids was really famous. There was he's this he's this cute little this cute little black kid and he was at a school and or he was he was out at out at some protest and it was protesting um police brutality against African Americans. And this little boy overcome with emotion went up to this this white police officer and he hugged him and they they embraced each other and this little boy is like bawling his eyes out. And it became this 
this beacon of like hope. Right. That this little boy is like extending. He's like, please, like, you know, please don't hurt me or please don't kill me. And like, why is this going on? And he's hugging this white cop. So everyone focused on this kid and they really started to dig into his story. And he became kind of a little celebrity. Well, then everyone found out that he had two mommies. So everyone was like, oh, wow, that's a little black kid. He's got two mommies. I mean, he fit, he just fits the profile of, of, like, you know, liberalism nowadays. Well, then they found out that the two mommies had adopted, you know, like an Asian kid and, and another white kid. And all and they had all Multicultural these. Multicultural family. They had, they, had, they had six kids. Yeah, they were they was very multicultural. And so everyone started to really focus on them. And they found, they, they found yeah, it's a fucked up story. Uh, they yeah, fa- for sure. They found out that, that oh, it wasn't all it's cracked up to be that they started like basically using this kid as a shill and or they started using him as like a way to try to gather some notoriety they started basically they were using this kid and then started yeah because he made uh he made headlines after a 2014 protest a picture that was taken yeah he hugged a cop yeah so you fast forward to 2018 He's not as famous anymore, and the, this happened this year. This happened this. This happened like a month ago or a month and a half. Fuck ago. me! It happened uh, March twenty eighth. Uh, so yeah. two three months ago. Yeah. Um. He ended up. He broke out of the house at one point. His one of his sisters or one of his brothers broke out another another point too, and the date the neighbor down the road would just see them walking around. And they would look disheveled, they would look dirty, and they looked malnourished. So they found their neighbors and they told their neighbors, like, I'm hungry, can you please feed me? Right, so this is the house that was covered on the news that, like... No, 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 you're thinking, you're thinking of the one with the... That they had like ten kids. And what they the fuck? This. There was two. No, there's just all. There's all. You're getting yeah, stories, yeah, mixed, you're getting up. stories just, mixed up. Just anyway, I'll I'll finish it quick. This kid and his brothers and sisters were breaking out every once in a while, and they were telling their neighbors, "My moms are not taking care of us. They're not taking care of any of us." And they're supposed to be this little beacon of liberalism and this beacon of like, oh, they're perfect, and they've adopted all these kids, and this is such a perfect family. Well, come to find out they're really fucked up people. And there were some stories about the moms where the moms were really fucked up people, but they just wanted to fake like they were great. Well, these kids started telling people, no, shit ain't great. And we ain't getting fed. And they're not being nice to us. And, you know, they're being mean to us or locking us in and stuff. Well, then when DCS was called, they started calling the moms and, and, and trying to set up a meeting, and they were going to take all of the children away from these moms. So instead of letting their kids being taken away, they just loaded them up in a van and drove them all off a cliff. God they, damn, they, dude. They said, they said that they, they plunged off of a 100-foot cliff. Yep, and you know what the fucked up part about it is? Is that there were no marks that just led straight off the cliff. They came to a complete stop premeditated what they were going to do then the car after they pulled the tape or they pulled the computer out of the car went from zero to full throttle somewhere about like a hundred yards away they just went full throttle straight off it's not like they were driving and then they swerved and went off they came to a complete fucking stop everyone in there was just like i'm sure going what the fuck are we doing and then the mommies decided to cram their foot on the pedal and kill everyone in the car. God. 
Yeah, it's fucked up. But I mean, that's the it's like that's the it's so fucked up. That's the culture we live in nowadays, where people just feel like that's better. Kate Spade killed herself in this awful way. Robin Williams killed himself in this awful way. You have got to be in a place of unbelievable despair to suffer and go through that, and to a point where they've even uh, we looked at it a minute ago. They they looked at the way Robin Williams killed himself. He was touching the floor. We're under the assumption that some of these other people, like uh, uh, Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade, were actually touching the floor because Kate Spade hung herself with a scarf. Yeah, right. when I think of someone hanging themselves, I'm thinking of someone just in the air. Exactly. Uh, you know, just hanging there. Jumping off their balcony. Right. Jumping off of the, the roof mm-hmm. and, and it's snapping their neck or it being a very quick death. Every one of these people are suffering for three to five minutes. That's how long it takes for the body to completely suffocate. And the entire time, your body's natural instinct is to be clawing at your neck, clawing at whatever it is that's choking you, and you are forcefully not putting your feet down and standing up. You have to be in an unbelievable place mentally. Of course, some of these people might be drunk. They might be under the influence or whatever. But to do that to yourself is unfucking believable. It's unfucking believable. And all these copycats. And today on my fucking Facebook, this is where I was leading with this shit. Today on my Facebook, two different people said today, please, if you know me, you know that I love you. You need to talk to me. If you are having a bad day, you need to call me or you need to call a suicide awareness line. And I, I knew two separate people that don't know each other. I knew that both of them had friends that either committed suicide today or yesterday because they just all these like really nondescript posts that say, please don't commit suicide, call me first. Yeah. And I, I guarantee you that both of the people that committed suicide were probably pushed over the edge because they see all these other people committing fucking suicide. Well, yeah. It's with, just no, it's with, fucked with, up. Without a doubt. And and they're already talking about how that there's going to be like an influx of like calls to the suicide lines and just suicide in general because of like these two high profile people who decided that they couldn't couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. And I, and I get it. I mean, I get it when my friends are posting and saying like if you need to talk about something, you know, let's talk about it. I mean, I've had people my friends approach me in the past and say, "Hey, I need to have a conversation. And, you know, we have a really long conversation. We work things out. And and obviously you would much rather someone have that conversation with you. And, and I mean, you know, we can say this now. Yeah, we would much rather our friends come talk to us or our or loved ones talk to us rather than just making that decision because it's so fucking awful. Yeah, it's awful. But it, I mean, when you're in a at least a somewhat normal state, it doesn't make sense to you, and it never will. Imagine getting to a point. This is what's fucking terrifying, completely terrifying. Imagine getting to a point where you think about that and think, that seems like a really great option for me. You, I can't imagine it, and it terrifies me to think about getting there. There are all kinds of people that have, it's called suicidal ideations, where you wake up one day and you're so overwhelmed with despair or hurt or depression or anxiety where you're just like, I don't want to go on anymore. But to think that that, like, to think that that's a better option without just, I mean, just being human and not knowing fully, like, 
what's on the other side or like where you're going or like to think that killing yourself and ending your life is a better option than like to feel that you have no other way out. Like that's what's so crazy to get to that. And I mean, like, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. And, I mean, and we won't understand it. No, ever. Yeah. Well, well, not we, full, no, I mean, you, we would hope it, not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and I'm sure Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade and Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell and all these people probably thought to themselves, I would never allow myself to get there at some point in their life. And then suddenly they're there. Well, and but I mean, even like Anthony Bourdain, like he's he's had like really terrible stints with drugs and has like all this stuff. And in Kate Spade's dealt with anxiety and depression and all this stuff for a long time. Yep. Like I, that, that stuff wears on you. It does. And it chi- it chips away at you. Yeah. It just chips away at you until there's nothing left. And and that's what I don't understand because I, I, I've never gotten there. I have had suicidal ideations in my past. Sure. There have been times when I've woke up. There have been months where I've woken up and I've thought to myself, man, I would love to just kind of be out of, out of my misery. I would love to just not have to deal with this today. Mm-hmm. I would love to just close my eyes and never have to deal with this. But I'm not making a plan. I'm not thinking about how I'm going to do it. I'm not I still want to wake up the next day. Sure. I still have things I want to do. Um But you just have those thoughts like what if I didn't have to What if I didn't have to deal with this shit anymore and right. how much easier my life would be? I mean, so there's a lot of people that get to that point but they don't ever they don't ever go over the hump and start actually planning it and actually re- I would just say planning it. They're thinking about it. Um, and I'm sure all these people at, at some point in their life had a time when they thought to themselves, there's no way I'll, I'll ever get to that point. Right. You, you know, what What does it take to get to that point? But the brutal way that these people are doing it is, is what is so shocking to me. I have, I mean, I've been in situations where I was underwater, and and I realized I might not make it to the surface. I was too deep, and I started to panic. And oh man, those feelings are but crazy. It is crazy, but your natural instinct is to pound harder and mm-hmm. and, and go faster and harder right. and try to get to the surface as much as you can with every bit of your might and strength to save yourself. But 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 to just like let go to be like you know what takes something that I can not fathom. Right. And what scares me is that we we martyrize these people and it it's oh Kate Spade was such a uh, inspiration and she was so amazing and great handbags. Oh everybody went on and on and on about how amazing Anthony Bourdain was and his books changed my life and watching him cut a steak just you know it inspired me and oh, on and on and on every one of those stories needs to lead off with I want you to understand how awful and disgusting what he did was. He made himself suffer and then say, it's a real fucking shame because that guy was really something special. But it needs to lead off with, do you understand how he, for five minutes, writhed around and his capillaries all burst out and his eyes were bugging out of his head and his tongue was hanging out of his face because he 
was fighting with every inch of his being to try and stay alive at least for some point. Do you think that the media should have to like not give out any details? I mean, I, I know that it's going to probably get out anyways, but like in order to try and like limit the copycats, it's so tough, and because then you yeah, get into a tough debate, you get into free speech and, and and all this type of stuff. But we know without a shadow of doubt. Every time they start to talk about some dumb piece of garbage, some evil, evil person that goes into a school or goes into some area and starts shooting people, that we're going to have copycats because right. it's it's just going to set off other evil assholes. And Why not just we like, fucking dissect those situations too? Oh, yeah, yeah. To we, degree. They end up becoming martyrs. Yeah, they, we martyrize them, and and everyone sees them and, and and thinks to themselves, "Wow, these people are going to go down in infamy." Right before one of the last school shootings, they pulled a video. Excuse me, after the school shooting, they showed a video or they pulled a video of a kid that is like on his GoPro right before he goes into a school shooting. I can I don't know if it was Parkland. I don't I don't even I don't I, I try not to ever give them any credence. I don't like to talk about them, but he says, "Oh, I'm going to be famous. You're going to remember me." That's what he wanted. It's exactly what he got. And it's just, it's fucked up. Uh, I mean, I would love it if more news outlets and more people would say, um, we're not going to give it any credence. Anthony Bourdain took the easy way out today. Uh, he did something completely disgusting. He killed himself, and he killed himself in one of the most vile ways you could possibly end your life. I think you know, I like that's what's so like twisted to me, and I, I don't want to get on some kick about like beating down the media, but like that's what's so fucking crazy to me, and just in general, because you know, anytime there's an instance when you know a famous person kills themselves in a horrific way, or there's a school shooting, or something dramatic that they know is gonna like get clicks, they're all about it, but. A fucking SRO officer from Illinois can stop a fucking school shooter, and he gets no publicity. Yeah. Zero. Absolutely zero. They don't give a shit. If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, exactly. Very true. It's it's, it's sickening that that's, that's what we've come to. There's an entire Reddit devoted to uplifting news. I think it might actually be called, like, our uplifting news. And when I had access to Reddit at work, I would keep it open at all times and I would peruse through there and it would be like boy finds puppy in sewer drain reunited. And it would just be a video of like this, this little kid like bawling when he's reunited with his puppy and how sweet and kind all this is. And like parents adopt two children, even though they don't, you know, really need them, but they, <laughs> that's a hell of a headline. <laughs> yeah. Even it's reunited with two children. They don't need. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say reunited. I said they adopted, oh, adopted, yeah, adopted two children. They don't really need and can't really support, <laughs> but they just, Hey, hey so you know, they drive them off a cliff. Nobody's going to hire me to write headlines. All right. Josh, but it's reunited with arm from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The stork. arm that was meant for him. Yeah, yeah. Stork drops off new carbon fiber arm for Josh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it, it's it, but you know what I mean. It's like you, we just need more uplifting news, and 
It's just every day. We cover too much of the depressing news and not enough of the uplifting news. Yes, but it's all because we have a society based on ratings. Yep. We have to have good ratings, and they all fight over ratings. And if you are not getting the ratings, then they'll find someone who is because then they can't sell ads. And if they can't sell ads, they can't make money. And it's just crazy. It's crazy that we've yeah. gotten to that point. That's a Black Mirror episode. Yes, it is. Mm. Well, I mean, they've basically made episodes about that. But we, we ought to start recording our own version of like Black Mirror episodes, like but, narrating it. Well, no, I just mean like like a home movie three man band. Yeah, like Black Mirror. Stuff. We're living in Black Mirror. We are. It's crazy. The society that we live in now is just so insane. So much crazy stuff is happening. Hell. IHOP selling fucking burgers now and changing yeah. their name. IHOP. Yeah, what the fuck, IHOP? IHOP. Those burgers look good, though. IHOBO. Yeah, they look really good. I was watching a video of them today, and they look very tasty. And, of I'd course, old, old Wendy's came out of the woodwork with their roasts. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea that Wendy's was... I like how we transitioned. We tr- literally transitioned from a disgusting way of killing yourself right into red meat. Yep. Hey. It all relates, man. It's yeah, the circle yeah. of life. Yeah, the circle of life. Yeah. <laughs> Elton John put it best. Yeah. It's like Soylent Green. You ever seen that that movie? What? Oh, here we go. Did you say Soylent to Green? Yeah. You, <laughs> y'all have Is never that seen... another one of your homeless friends? No. Charlton Heston? No, I don't know. No, I, yeah. Soylent never. Green is people? Nope. So there's a few, there's a few audience members that are going to get this. Soylent Green is people and... I was going to make are some, all of them older than sixty five. No, no, they're just they're just educated. Oh, uh, okay. Is that yeah, what it is? they're just educated people. Yeah, that's no, that's exactly what it is. I bet they don't eat like a caveman does, though. I don't either. Sure, you do. Only when I'm around you. Okay. Anyway, the soil. I was going to say all these people that are committing suicide, we would just end up using them for meat or using them for food at some point if we were in Charlton Heston's future with the Soylent Green. Anyway. Anyway. Yep. Anyway, I can't believe that neither of you and this this self proclaimed movie buff doesn't even get that. I didn't say I was a super movie buff. Fuck. Anyway. I said I was elitist about people who thought bad movies were good. There's going to be two or three people that get this. Two to uh. two to three people that that know that movie. Yeah, but there it's really going to land for them. <laughs> it's really going to hit home. With yeah, them. it's really going to hit home. They're going to be like, oh shit. Soylent Green, bro. Oh, like, bro, Soylent Green. I haven't thought about that movie in like 16 years, man. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't watched that in 40 years when it came out. <laughs> hearing you talk about fucking Soylent Green annoys me almost as much as hearing your loud fucking chomping when you eat. <laughs> it's misophobia. Chewing on those succulent greens. Yeah, it's misothelioma <laughs> is what I have. <laughs> yeah, misophonia. Yeah. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. I'm tired. I've had a long day. I want to get out of here. This is Devin. This is Josh. This is Adam.